This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Achtung, baby! This is the six ring... <laughs> Nein sprachen Sie Deutsch! Ah, guten Tag, mofos! This <laughs> Again... People, this is where we are. Steer into it. Embrace it. Own it. We have to have as much fun as we can with the little things as we, well, I won't say circle the drain, but certainly uh, find ourselves in an unusual position. As they said in the final Harry Potter movie, these are dark times. There is no denying it. And we should be having fun celebrating the fact that the New England Patriots have one of the richest, most fertile, joyous, growing international fan bases. The UK Patriots in London are tremendous. Patriots Deutschland, a fabulous group. They have built the Patriots house over in Frankfurt, Germany. By all accounts, Andy, this should be a time for celebration in Patriots Nation. Instead, now it is resignation in Patriots Nation. There just isn't the same buzz, electricity. Uh, there's no there's no din to try to overcome and actually try to talk game because people are celebrating Belichick and the rise of the empire all over again. No, or the first order. Uh, this is the first order right now. I think that's probably what we can call these version of the Patriots. If we're going to borrow from star Wars here, as we kick off the preview edition of Patriots versus Colts on six rings and football things sponsored as always by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel make every moment more to take advantage of their fabulous promotions and offers. Just visit FanDuel.com slash six rings and join the party today. You got Fitzy, you got Hart, producer Justin Turpin by our side, and we are previewing Sunday's kickoff game. It'll be the second game of week 10 of the 2023 season. Patriots hosting the Colts at Voldenstad in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, be about 54,000 people, I believe, in total attendance there. Uh, there were almost 3 million people in the virtual queue, Andy, to buy tickets when they went on sale several months ago. Now tickets are going for face which is weird. Um, of course, we're coming off a game last week where tickets were going for 50% of face value. Our producer can attest to that as well because he went to the game with a bunch of buddies and didn't have to pay very much money. They had a good time, but are the diehards and the loyalists and, the, you know, the Foxborough faithful seem to be now turning Andy to the Foxborough frustrated and some even the Foxborough furious. So, look, we, we, have, we have tried to divine different little nuggets and bits about the rest of the season. What can I hang my hat on? Where can I look for something to be positive about? Who are going to be our warriors, our keepers, our helpers? Who are going to be pieces of the, the future in Foxborough? And we continue to have difficulty finding these components, pieces, and players. You've got J.C. Jackson now not traveling with the team because of attitude issues and unreliability. Jack Jones is benched because he's late to the team hotel, but he even needs to be at the team hotel in the first place is bananas. Kyle Duggar putting up his Instagram highlights of the week with the with a, a song called Set Me Free. Kayshawn Booty not playing last week because he talks out. He puts on Twitter, free me. I mean, that this is getting, this is, I mean, is Bill Belichick 
dealing with a potential mutiny or insurrection at this point, Andy, as they as they play this game that'll be on NFL Network Sunday with literally millions of eyes the world over watching what used to be the gold standard of football now basically hanging in the balance. Losing breeds dysfunction and dysfunction breeds losing. And the Patriots have that circular logic lifestyle right now. That's who they are. There's dysfunction, there's losing there. And it's just going to keep going in circles. Like when your computer and that little thing's spinning and you're like, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to change anything here, Mr. Computer. Can we do something positive here? Nope. You need to reboot. You need to press the power button. You need to do the cold kill. Um, and it is what it is. Like I, you can start layering things however you want. Like when you describe this season, when we look back at this season and try to just kind of do the autopsy, where did it all go so wrong? You can start in the spring and look at the roster and look at the talent. You can look at leadership. You can look at decisions that were made along the way. Like I'm a big believer. And I've told you that like you hitched your wagon to Jack Jones. I think in the old days, he might've been gone. You hitched your wagon to Trent Brown. I think in the old days, he might've been gone. In the days of trading Jamie Collins or Randy Moss because they were bitching about their contracts. Right. Good point, good point. Now, you hitched your wagon. You emboldened them. Once you embolden them, once you make it clear, oh, we need you guys because we're not that talented at cornerback or tackle. And then you go get J.C. Jackson. Yeah, well, you made your bed. Now you're lying in it. And desperation breeds these desperate measures, I guess, from Belichick and his coaches. But there, there is just no way to see pulling out of this. And I think last week was really sort of the final nail in the coffin for a lot of people, like a mediocre team that gave up on their season by trading their best players. And then they have a mediocre quarterback and they came to your house and dominated you. You were barely in the game really only, but for their mistake on a turnover, you know, that changed everything. I think that was an and a penalty and a really, really, really bad penalty. And if you missed it yesterday, Matt Light was kind enough to join Six Rings, Andy. I know you had a chance to listen in, but Matt Light spoke to how ridiculous the NFL is now and how that penalty where Mac Jones was sacked cleanly, perfectly, mm -hmm. turns into a roughing the passer, extends a drive, gives the Patriots a chance. Like there's bad football all over the NFL. There's bad officiating all over this land and the entire world and landscape of gridiron, as you have pointed out time and again. And the Patriots, despite being given opportunities to stay in the game with bad Howell picks, horrible calls by the refs, still can't find a way to even tie a freaking game that they were a favorite. They're one and four at home. They're technically home this weekend as well. They'll It'll probably be the last time. I hate to say this. God, this hurts. Every goes against every fiber in my being. This is the last time the Patriots will probably hear an entire stadium making joyful noises and cheering them on. Um as if like this game has consequence and meaning it's you know what you know what they won't hear in my opinion and they shouldn't hear so this is obviously an international game and a lot of these international games have football flair to them mm -hmm. soccer flair to them remember the old i believe that we will win i believe that mm -hmm. we will win i don't think there's anybody in patriot nation that really could passionately sing that song right now i don't think they could now no. they may because it's not a great team on the other side of the ball. And your guy, I I, I recorded uh, elsewhere on the Six Rings podcast feed with our guy Cadlick. The Cadlicks, we're still trying to call it crucial clashes, even though nothing feels crucial at this time since the yeah, I, I, I just just like, how about Cadlick calls him out? Yeah, Cadlick talks about a couple points about the Patriots. <laughs> um, but your guy, I know you're a Gardner Minshew guy. You like oh, him. My, He's going to decide I'm this game. Fan. 
Yep. If he doesn't give you this game, if he doesn't have a bad Gardner Minshew, like, oh, I'm going to throw three picks because I'm a whack job today kind of game, mm-hmm. you don't win the game. Like, I'm sorry. That's the way they score points. Like, they they can put 30 on the board. I believe mm-hmm. it's 27 plus in three straight games. Right. They've uh, all the, the former games. offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, yep. Andy. If, now, people are only familiar with him vis a vis Rob Gronkowski during the playoffs last year, calling him uh, Shane Spikeman. Uh, cause he thought his name was Spikeman. Uh, it's Shane Steichen. He has done a great job earlier in the year, uh, when Anthony Richardson got hurt for, I think the 17th time before his season was drawn to an unfortunate injured reserve close. People were talking about him as a potential coach of the year candidate. He's got this offense. You don't even have Jonathan Taylor really rolling yet. Nope. Bill Belichick at his midweek avail before the team traveled to Germany talked about, I think in order, it was uh, a love letter to Matt Gay because you got to go special teams first, of course. And the guy has cleats in the Hall of Fame at this point now because he kicked five 50-yard field goals in a game where the Colts, I believe, upset the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Um, yeah. Can we stop with the special teams? Just stop. No, no, tell Bill. No, I don't, don't need tell you. Me. I'm talking to Bill. Like, oh, Chris Board is the best lion that's He's ever played. five tackles this like, season for $2.5 million. What are we doing? Like, right. I'm so sick of this. And, and I love our rookies. Like, I think they're doing a good job. I think I, I couldn't find it in our FanDuel app, but I think the over on 0.5 punts that hit the scoreboard from Bryce Barringer, I would take the over. He's going to oh, hit that and, stupid scoreboard. And, but, and a heartbeat. Brent, if Brendan Schooler showed up on the doorstep, you'd give him a hug and be like, you, the most... Uh, the most physically af- afraid person of contact and intimacy in the world. You'd probably be like, hello, son. I know yeah. you love these guys. I, I love get special it. teams. I love organized chaos. But, Bill, right. put your effing, like, diatribes about the other team's special teams away. I'm just so sick of that shtick and that mentality and that signing of guys. And, and by the way, if you care so much I about I paid long snapper teams, in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and he's not good. Um, and if you care so much about special teams, you'd think – you'd make them better for your team because you're losing games because of your special teams making mistakes. So take the special teams, lube it up real nice and shine it up. your Send it up. Oh, your oh, 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 easy, easy, easy. Yeah, put it for the sun. Don't shine. Yeah. Nine. Uh, yeah. Nine, nine. Um, you know, like, okay. One of the positives that it would be nice to have taken away from the season is that you really, really, really do have a kicker of the future. It would have been nice last week to see the game on the line to go to OT, whether the Pats won or lost. I would have loved to have seen Ryland have a chance to like bang home anything between a 40 and a 53 yarder to send the game easy. I don't know what nope, nope, you were nope. banging or Just, what we were talking right, about. All right. I, I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. It's a football podcast. Uh, by the way, when you, you talk about your kicker, yeah. there's two times you talk about your kicker two times. Okay. And we're not in one of those times. Okay. You talk about your kicker when your team really kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And you talk about your kicker when you're playing big games that come down to kicks, like Adam Vinatieri or or Justin Harrison Tucker, Harrison Butker, Justin right. Tucker. They're making we're not in or, that world. Or, so or, or a, running back, a running back for the friggin' Texans who kicks a game-winning field goal last week to keep their suddenly spry wild card hopes alive, which is insane to me, Andy. Well, I would love to be the Texans right now. They have their quarterback. They have momentum. They're no. winning games. They no. seem fun. Oh. Remember when the so like the Texans, they were the worst franchise in football like two years ago when like the freaking roof was falling in. I remember people thought they were making decisions based on the Bible and like all the not that there's anything wrong with that to anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. No, no, but. of course. Oh, but they shed themselves of the Easter bee and look what happens. It's funny how that works. Funny how that works, isn't Maybe it? Maybe we should shed ourselves of something. Mm. 
There's a couple of things I think need shedding on the New England Patriots as well. I'm looking great. Thanks for waking 180. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Hashtag. Thank you so much for telling us also in the live read that it's helping you with your IBS as well. That was truly one of the wonderful. Wonderful. If you had IBS, you'd be happy if you're IBS. And you know what? We all have, everyone in Patriot Nation has IBS, irritable Belichick syndrome right now. And I'm getting sick and tired of it. See what I did right there? It's a pretty good turn of phrase. Thanks very much. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I agree with you, Andy, your point about if Gardner Minshew. So anyway, I I mentioned that he mentioned Matt Gay, talked about the running back, said they've got a couple of really good receivers. I think we believed he was mentioning Michael Pittman, who'll be a free agent next year. Uh, He's good. He'd be the best receiver on our team in a heartbeat. Alec Pierce. You say that every week, though. It, like it's yeah, being it's a true. I mean, it's a it's an old trope and a cliche at this point. You'd be the best receiver on our team, and I don't even know if you can catch. I I have good hands, but I have the terrible sort, like the the calf that's gone on me a couple times. You don't want me right. out there. You're an old fool. Yeah, I'm a de- oh god. The years have caught up to me. Believe me, hard living has caught up to me in a lot of ways. But he didn't really make much mention of Minshew, and you have to wonder if Steichen and Minshew. I think he, uh, you know, he tongue bath to the to their big three on defense: uh, Shaq yeah. Leonard, DeForest Buckner, and who's the third one? You think he mentioned? Well, see, there's some debate there. Is it a I corner? Actually, I thought he meant Kenny Moore, their corner, their veteran corner who has like three picks. Who I, also I be on the Patriots? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How we? How, why can't we get players like that? <laughs> now we're lamenting like good corners that aren't even that great. Like a good solid uh, DeForest Buckner. Speaking of uh, the clashes, yeah. Um, so is this another game where I have to say, Cole Strange, oh, bad matchup. Oh, you poor baby. You have to block a big defensive lineman over there. I thought that's why I drafted you, and that's why I pay you, but it's a bad matchup. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, dude, Cole Strange was drafted to be like a Denver Broncos, you know, you know, pulling and running in a zone trap read kind of thing for Olandis Gary or Mike Anderson, not to be a powerhouse guard in uh, – Whose fault you know, is that? Uh, that would be um, – Grow Belichick Patricia at whoa, all. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was the first name you said? Grow. No. Belichick. Yes, thank you. Patricia. Okay. That was the second name. I should say that one. We first. didn't start with Pioli and Casario when there was success. We started with Belichick. And Bill, we, I didn't I don't remember in Nick we something that rhymes with Nick that means positive and we trust. Um <laughs> hey, 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 family podcast. So if we're going to give Bill all the trust and credit back when it was good, don't be starting with grow. That's what you people do. You people, you people. He's the one who stands up there and tells me he writes the checks. He's but full I know, of crap. I, we know I, it's I know, Bill. I know. We all know that Belichick and Patricia, or at least we, we firmly believe that they came up with the idea. It was really mostly Bill probably too, who wanted to transition to that different style running game. So they go and grab a guard. They think will suit it. Then they realize they don't know how to really run that kind of game. So they go back to their old running formation. And now Cole Strange is like, hey, uh, yeah, it's uh, terrible. This doesn't really work for me. Well, let's blame Bill. Like, yeah, who has that? Well, I can still hear May and Sneed laughing about that. Cole Strange in the first round. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. He who laughs hardest is the right one. That's the phrase, you know. It, no one has ever said that in recorded humanity. <laughs> now you're just... You're getting just full-blown delusional. Yep. You know what, actually? But at the same time, like we talked about before recording, if we're going to go back to the old times, we may as well just embrace it, steer into it, have fun with it. It, it's, it doesn't mean if we, like, laugh at how some of these things have gone or just, like, just raise brow and, like, grab face like Macaulay Culkin when he puts on the aftershave in Home Alone because things are getting so weird, so dysfunctional, so unpatriot-like. It's because we're just trying to 
we, we're not mocking what they accomplished and what they were. It's just that now seems so contradictory to what it used to be, but it's almost become the norm. And if I am the team, you have nothing to lose. I, I brought up Denzel in one of those movies where he's got nothing to lose and that makes him the most dangerous man on the planet, basically. Mm -hmm. To me, that's who the Patriots should be. Like, just go all in. You got nothing to lose. You're two and seven. When you play it tight to the vest, you lose. Like, sling it. Do whatever. Hang you it want. high and let it fly. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I would also say, just get the ball to Demario Douglas. Get the ball to Ramondre Stevenson. Like, for whatever they are, they're your best players. Like, keep it simple. Like, you used to be better when it was like in tough times, go to Edelman and Gronk. Mm -hmm. Well, now in tough times, go to Stevenson and Demario Douglas. They're your best. Stop. And stop telling Tyquan Thornton to run intricate routes and just say, go fast this way. And Mac's going to, hopefully your hands are better than Rager. Correct. I'll throw it as far as I can. As you would say, spoiler alert, that's not that far, but I'll throw it as far as I can. You run as fast as you can and we'll see this if they can. just in Mac Jones can't really throw it that. Although I'm again, I'm not going to like a poo poo Max arm strength when he doesn't even get a running start and flicks it 56 yards on a dime. It, which and uh, sadly it was the worst spot he could have thrown it on the field because it was to Jalen Rager's hands, or uh, as we now call him Jalen Ragalore, because he's part part Rager, part Algalore, all terrible. Uh don't throw it to him this week. And you know what? Again, this will be the last time on the Six Rings podcast we will make for the booty call. If Kayshawn Booty is not active this Sunday, Andy, it'll be very early, but we riot. The man needs to be active. He needs to be given a chance. If we're saying hang it high and let it fly, if you're saying, you know, uh, put it all on the table, just like what do you have to yeah. lose? Play free, play, play. Yeah. Just the, why, why not? And and Keith and I were debating this Wednesday night on on his show uh, on uh, WEI. We were talking about like what if Booty is active and Kayshawn Booty, let's say he gets like six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. Now, we'll all say like, yes, finally, hooray, he's a keeper. We've got some. Won't there also be a little bit of you that's going to be like, son of a, how come he wasn't active before today, Belichick? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But I've been doing that for years. Like, I mean, Mike Onwenu, Bill now says, yeah, no, Mike Onwenu is going to stay at right tackle. Thanks, Bill. We've been telling you for two years that Mike Onwenu should be at right tackle. So, yes, there will be some of that, but we've learned to deal with those frustrations over the last year plus because mm -hmm. that's part of the whole story of dysfunction and ineptitude in new England, but yeah, booty, put him on the field, throw him the damn ball. I like you have nothing left to hell run a reverse where Mac Jones is the lead blocker. I don't care. Put every, put your big ones on the table and try to win a football game. Try to have a little fun. Yeah. That, just, just make it fun. Make it an enjoyable experience. If you're going to be on the, entertain me. Yes. Entertain me. Let's go back to one of the, the heart foundation principles. Entertain me. And I can honestly answer gladiator. Are you not entertained? No, I'm actually, no, actually, no. no I've been, if you're wildly. asking and you want me to be honest, no, I'm not entertained. No, and I feel badly because like for us, at least like when we do the post game show and the callers are angry and we have a spirited debate and it gets highly argumentative, that's kind of fun for us because at least there's a little juice in the squeeze. But for like yep. the average fan who bases their Sunday around it and clears their schedule and makes arrangements with the deals with the devil and like, Oh, Oh honey, or Oh darling, whatever. Like I got to do this or that, whatever. Like, and then you end up getting that for the product. The ROI on the 2023 Patriots is uh, not substantial or a little disappointing, to say the least. However, we here at Six Rings and Football Things are all about trying to deliver bang for your buck and a little extra value. ROI, as they like to say. And that's what we do each and every week here on the FanDuel 
Sportsbook Bet of the Week. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Six Rings and take advantage of all of their fabulous promotions involving same-game parlays, no-sweat-first bets, and so much more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings. All right. So, Andy, uh, you've been on a – I've done wellish this season. I, last week, of course, my Pats fandom, my Foxborough faith, was not returned to me accordingly. Uh, I thought the Patriots would score – more than uh, 17 and a half points. They did not. I also picked the Patriots, so I was burned twice. Uh, you, however, took the Commanders. And what was your... Pro- oh, and you took the race to five, that Washington mm. would be the first of five. Son of a monkey's nuggets. Winner, winner. Wow. Oh, no, don't eat that. Uh, easy, Eating don't show that off. Dub. <laughs> Gotta do it while I Andy's can. gone full Winston, everybody. This season can go nowhere but up. <laughs> All right, so... Let's give you our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. Currently, the Indianapolis Colts, as the road team at Waldenstadt in Frankfurt, Germany, playing the New England Patriots. The Patriots, one of their nine home games this year in front of the Patriots' Deutschland fans and an international audience. The Pats are one-and-a-half-point dogs to the Spike Man's Indianapolis Colts and the legend of the Mississippi Mudflap, Gardner Minshew. It is an over-under of 43-and-a-half points. I do believe the game will go over, but for my game pick, give me the Indianapolis Colts covering the Patriots in what I believe may end up being a very entertaining shootout. I just think that the Colts have a little more weaponry uh, on the ground via the air. Uh, They're playing at a higher level and they're still playing for something this season. They're four and five. There could be a wild card that comes out of the NFC, excuse me, rather the AFC South or the AFC West between the Colts, the Texans or the Chargers. They're playing for something. Uh, the Minshew is going to show Belichick why he should have invested in him in the first place as opposed to Mac Jones. Mac will have a good game, but I'll take the Colts covering one and a half. And for my propositional, give me a Zach Moss anytime touchdown plus 170. Had a sneaky good season as the backup now to Jonathan Taylor. He was the featured back for a while. And they give him the rock in the end zone. He's a little bit of one of those uh, Zach Crockett style uh, touchdown vultures that fantasy owners are familiar with. So I'll take Zach Moss plus 170 anytime tutty. And he has moss appeal. <laughs> what a monster piece that was. Oh, nice, nice. Not bad. Okay. Anyway, so I We're will. All uh, a moss for words right now. <laughs> all right. You two, one too many. One too many. You got to leave him wanting more. You know that. Um, there's no reason to pick the Patriots. Like, I've reached that point. There's no reason to pick the Patriots. I just statistically, effort wise, mistakes versus plays, like analysis, gut. Like, there is not a single reason to pick the Patriots. So I won't pick the Patriots. Give me the Colts. That's a small number to lay. So I'm more than happy to lay that number one and a half. Um, Can the Patriots win? Obviously. The Colts are not a great team. If they make mistakes and they don't play good football, they can give you this game. But I think they'll have to give you this game. I think your guy, uh, Gardner Minshew, will have to give you this game. So give me the Patriots to lose uh, yet again. And the Colts kind of score points. Right. They get Mm -hmm. to what I say, 27 plus and three straight over 21 and eight of nine games. Give me Colts 27, Patriots 13, sadly. Oh, my gosh. You think the Patriots will only score 13 points on Sunday? Yeah, I don't Wow, I was thinking be. you were going to go like Colts 27, Pats 23, an entertaining game to down the stretch. Well, I kind of hope that because my propositional, as you like to say, mm-hmm. and if I paint the picture of them just scoring one touchdown and two field goals, that puts me right in a tight spot with my prop for an any time. Anytime Ramondre Stevenson touchdown. Um, I think you got to go to your guys. He's one of your guys. He had the big run last week. He's been consistently catching the ball pretty well productively. So you get that double dip. He could catch it and run it in. He could hand it and run it in. 
It could be short. I don't care. Ramondre, find yourself into the end zone in Germany. Please, please, I'm begging you. I'm trying to stay positive and picking a guy that I thought might have a great season and isn't having a great season, but he could still do something late to make me feel good. So at least I think it's going to be an entertaining Spieltag, but the Anstand, according to Andy Hart, is not going to be so pleasant for the Patriots people. So once again, our FanDuel Sportsbook, bet of the week here on Six Rings. Both of us agree that the Colts are likely to win this game and cover the one and a half point spread. I'll take an Indianapolis Colts touchdown vulture running back Zach Moss, anytime touchdown plus 170. Andy believes Mondre going to find his way back into the six point house. He is plus 110 for an anytime touchdown as well. That would be FanDuel.com slash six rings to take advantage of all of their fabulous same game pro same game parlays, uh, no sweat first bets and everything else. Andy, obviously we have uh, avoided talking about a topic that we've discussed one in many times. So before we throw to the back half of our preview podcast where Mike Cadlick was uh, obviously our beat writer extraordinaire for WEI.com and a member of the six rings family had a chance to catch up with Brian Hines, I believe uh, at uh, Gillette Stadium before the Patriots made their way to Germany. Brian does great work for Pat's propaganda. Um, let's just just both get on the record right now before we throw it to Cadillac's chat with with Brian. If the Patriots lose, as has been rumored from the Volans and others around town, if the Patriots lose by a lot, like if this is an embarrassment on an international stage, Robert Kraft has already seen his team they're not going to have a winning record this year. They're not going to be going to the postseason. They're not going to be heard from in the postseason. If the Patriots get embarrassed on Sunday, will change come to Foxborough? No, I no. do not envision. And, and I'm with Matt Light. He told you, you guys talked about it on that mm-hmm. interview. I, I don't, there's no, no good can come from getting rid of Bill Belichick now, in my opinion. There's literally no value. Um, cause even if you bump up a couple wins, I think that hurts your future, your positioning, your draft status. I don't, you feel how you feel about Gerard Mayo. I don't need a like, Oh, end of the year. Let's see if he's the guy. I think the crafts should feel like either he's the guy or he's not. And nothing should change. If he gets a month late in the year to with this dysfunctional mess of a group, like don't throw him to the wolves like that. Don't tarnish bills legend any more than it's already been tarnished. Like take your lumps. I'm sorry. It's two months. Take your lumps. And then figure out the future when you get to January and make a really smart business move moving forward. Yeah. I just don't, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to say that, are you going to say that by, by switching over to Gerard Mayo or Bill O'Brien or anyone else, like at that point, that's going to magically just turn the season around or he's going to say, we're going to start all the young guys and we're going to show you, we're going to show you who, who Bill should have been playing this entire time. And it's going to be a different kind of law around here. Like, just finish it up. Everyone knows that, you know, a sweeping change will have to come. There are those who believe that the the candidate is already in the house, that the call is going to come from inside Gillette Stadium. There are those who want sweeping change and nothing resembling anything connected to the legacy and lineage of what's gone on for the last 24 years. Who knows? But for now, we know it's going to be awkward. We know it's weird. We know these are very uncomfortable Sunday pants that we have to put on almost like you know, like church clothes for the first time that haven't even been laundered up or anything, but, uh, yeah, it's weird. We're just doing the best we can here, folks. And hopefully we have at least an entertaining game to watch and discuss. Don't forget NFL Sunday here on WEI. We'll come at you early with Gresh and Cadlick and Arcand and Fourier and Wiggy and a cast of thousands from seven to nine 30, right up until kickoff. And then right after the game, 
at 1230 or or approximately therein. Tune in to the Six Rings and Football Things post-game show with Fitzy and Hat live on WEI. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to everyone at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports for helping us put this together. Good job, Terp, as always. Good job, Jumbo. Eh, Fitzy. But hey, we got to where we needed to go, and that's all that counts. Uh, and now we throw it to Mike Cadlick with our pal Brian Hines of Pat's Pulpit. I apologize, not Pat's Propaganda, from patspulpit.com with our weekly check-in with a member of the Patriots Media Cartel. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your time. We will talk to you Sunday live after Pat's versus Colts from Waldenstadt in Frankfurt, Germany. Good day, God bless, and as always, go Pat's. Take it away, Mike. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, everybody, welcome back into the Six Rings and Football Things podcast here for WEI and for Odyssey Sports. I am Mike Cadlick, and this is the Wednesday Beat Reporter Chat. Uh, I am here alongside Pat's Pulpit's Brian Hines. Uh, we are going to break down not only the Patriots game coming up in Germany against the Indianapolis Colts, but uh, since it is Wednesday, some, uh, some news broke this morning uh, on the Patriots front, and that is about not only cornerback J.C. Jackson, but also cornerback Jack Jones. J.C. Jackson will not be uh, taking the trip overseas to Frankfurt with the Patriots, as uh, I think Rappaport called it. Um, con- reliability. Yeah, reliability concerns. Um, and Jack Jones, who was at practice, sounds like he will be going. Um, he was also uh, reportedly disciplined in bench last Sunday. Both of both of both guys, excuse me. Uh, were apparently late to curfew at the team hotel prior to Saturday. Um, so, Brian, first want to get your thoughts on that, and then we will uh, go into some uh, Pats vs. Colts Germany preview. So uh, let's talk about the cornerbacks. What the heck's going on? Is it a concern um, moving forward? Is it a concern about this whole team moving forward? Um, is there issues inside? What, what do you make of it from uh, both a schematics front and then also just you know the attitude around the team? Well, First of all, thanks for having oh, yeah, me of on, course. Michael. Thanks. Yeah, we kind of went into it. Yeah, you know, glad to be here. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting, and I mean, kind of the two guys you might expect to have some concerns. Obviously, they started the game on the bench, and I think from a team, you know, off the field first, it's not good to have this stuff at two and seven when you're worried about you know how the locker room's going to look and there's maybe some questions about your head coach's future and some of the guys on this team and now you have this stuff happening so I think now that it happened it was good that they just got them out of the building right like remove your problems get them out of here you have a lot of young guys in this locker room on this defense don't let them see that and be like oh they let JC Jackson hang around maybe I can do that especially with this team so it was good to get them out of there and now does he come back? Because we have Germany, he's not going to be there. They said he's going to need this reset for the bye week. But if he's this big of a problem, do you really want him back? He's You got him for nothing, right? Like a late pick swap. You're not paying him any money. He's probably not even going to be here next year because his cap hits really high. And, you know, you can cut him and, and you don't have to pay him anything. 
and all it will cost you is moving back 20, 30 spots in the draft. We'll see how it looks. So that that's the question now. We'll, we can talk about some of the on-the-field stuff, but it's good they got the problem removed, but do they trust him to come back? You know, we hear all these things that he wasn't reliable in Los Angeles now, right? Their GM had to yep. apologize to their cornerbacks for signing this guy and then playing this guy. So do they trust him to come back? I mean, he was here for a cup of coffee and he was already making issues. So does he come back, I think, is the next big question that they'll, they'll have to see. Yeah, so that's the interesting part uh, that I was kind of going to get to is that story that came out from ESPN is the fact that Jackson was there. I think he played 13 out of like 22 games that he could have. Um, was a problem, clearly off the field, didn't you know give it his all. He ended up being hurt a few times. Um, and that story comes out, ironically enough, right at the same time that things start happening here. So you wonder if they'll look at, um, I guess, what if you know people in the room look at what happened in L.A. and they say, oh, they got rid of him, but we're still keeping him around after the bye. If things get, if things get a little hectic, uh, continuing on here, you're right about, um, you know, they didn't give up much for him. Um, again, only here for a cup of coffee. So. Look, I, I don't know what they'll do, but I'm interested to see how it, you know, goes on the inside because, you know, like you said, if if they see that the LA gave up on it because of this, but we still stick by him, why are you doing that? Continues to cause more problems. Um, and on top of that, Jack Jones, it was the same issue. Um, he was he sort of more so like outwardly showed it on the field, you know, sitting on the bench with the towel draped over his head. J.C. Jackson at least, you know, walked the sideline with everybody, but. Uh, Jack Jones is still here. I'm starting to wonder, and I'm sort of, we were talking earlier uh, with a few guys, just I wonder if maybe JC was more outwardly spoken about it on the inside, maybe talked back to someone or said something, you know, that he shouldn't have to perhaps invoke that um, on his side. I think, too, to add to that, you, you see it, you mentioned Jack on the sideline, but there were glimpses of JC, like, not being checked in on the field when the game was right. happening. It seemed like two or three times every week there's a coverage buster the commander's first rushing touchdown brian robinson like he completely falls for the crack block and just leaves the edge wide open so i don't know like something probably happened behind the scenes too but maybe the play on the field was part of this too because he didn't mentally look there all the time during the game mm-hmm. too well that, that's a good point because you know before we found out about the discipline today Everyone was like, there was a reason that, like, it could have been because of their actions, because the both both of them haven't been too great. So, um, we'll see how that all plays out. Again, heading to Germany, the Pats going there two and seven. I believe the Colts are three and five. Uh, I might have that wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, um, to go go over there in Germany, Gardner Minshew, uh, the quarterback for the Colts, in place of rookie Anthony Richardson. Um, Patriots heading there Thursday. I'm not sure when the Colts are heading over, but. Um, down a couple guys in the secondary, uh, or at least one guy in the secondary, the Patriots are. The offense still not getting going against um, really the lowly tanking commanders last week. Um, no real, I mean, I, I wish we could sit here and kind of give positives about this team, but right now there's not much to look forward to. Um, you wonder, like you said earlier, Brian, the, the future of the head coach, the future of the quarterback the fact that this team has to go all the way overseas before the bye week, are they going to be checked in? Are they going to be checked out? Um, 
kind of curious to get your side, your angle of, uh, you know, maybe some matchups to watch this weekend, how you think this one could play out. Um, you can read my matchups tomorrow on WEI.com, but for now, we're going to get Brian Hines from Pat's Holbit. So uh, what do you think of the game? Uh, again, Patriots versus Colts this weekend in Germany. So four and five Indianapolis Colts. Four and five. I just okay. looked it up. Let's give them a win when the wins are hard to get, apparently, <laughs> in this league, as we've seen. So we'll give credit where credit's due, four and five. But uh, you can start right in the secondary. Like They're going to be down JC, who was brought in to help replace Christian Gonzalez, who I miss so dearly, so all bad. my heart. Ugh, so bad. But uh, we'll, we'll see would the if... Patriots be, would the Patriots be uh, two and seven right now if they still had Christian Gonzalez, Brian? Probably, but at least I would have something to watch every week and smile about and be like, well, there goes Christian Gonzalez again, shutting down Tyree Kill or, or another number one receiver. It was nice to have something to have hope yeah. and be and like look at to Christian Gonzalez it, yeah. play every week and be like, hope. And not only that, but a slam dunk first round okay. pick and just be like, that is a guy that you can build around. So <clears throat> um, they won't have him. They won't have his de facto replacement in J.C. Jackson. So what's the secondary going to look like? Uh, you're looking at the injury report right now. I think John Jones is still on there or he's still limited with yeah. a knee ankle injury. He's been banged up all year. Jack Jones, what's he going to look like from a mentally st- mental standpoint? So then it's Sean Wade and Miles Bryant. And this is a Colts passing attack with Gardner Minshew. That's been pretty decent. I'll give Shane Steichen, their new head coach, some credit. Like it's, it was a fun offense, especially yeah. with Anthony Richardson. Unfortunately he's hurt. But Gardner's got in there. He's moved the ball. Like, Michael Pittman's a really good receiver. Maybe we'll be seeing him in free agency next next offseason. Yep. Uh, Josh Downs, who I know he's banged up too, but he, he's been electric. And Isaiah McKenzie, we all know the issues he can cause this offense. Yeah. But especially so, with Miles Bryant getting Yeah, when you mentioned someone like Miles Bryant might take it on a bigger role. So that, that'll be interesting how they handle the passing attack. Uh, and, you know, you look at Gardner and you look at Sam Howell last week, how many times was he running around in the pocket, extending plays, and then hitting big plays downfield, right? Mm-hmm. And watching the Colts on film the last few weeks, like that's a big thing Gardner Minshew has been able to do, extend plays, avoid the pass rush, which the Patriots have really struggled with the pass rush without Matt Judon. And if Minshew can do that, if they can't get pressure on him and Minshew can extend plays, you could see something similar unfolding the, as to what how how did against them last year and then they have a really good rushing attack jonathan taylor zach moss is having like a career year and we saw what taylor could do in that 21 game yep. uh firsthand so he's electric with the ball at all times so it's going to be another another tough one for for that patriots defense especially if they're down a few guys in that secondary all right so um that's brian's look on the Colts. That's a look at uh, Brian again. You can follow Brian on Twitter at I am Brian Hines. Does a lot of great work for Pat's Paul, but he's also the host of the Patriots Beat podcast on CLS Media, so go check that out. Um, before we let you go, Brian, um, you talked about the matchups. You talked about some some guys to watch in the game. Uh, let me get a final score prediction. How do you think this one, uh, this one turns out in Germany this weekend? Unfortunately, I can't pick the Patriots anymore. Uh, They'll probably like, – I could see it unfolding kind of like the Washington game. Last week where it's close, maybe they get, you know, Gardner to throw an interception to help the offense there. But 
I'm like right in that. What was it? 2017 last week. I'll go like 21, 17 uh, Colts this week. Unfortunately, the Patriots can't get a win out there in Germany. And then we go to the bye week and we'll see what happens during the bye week. Yeah. If something, if anything big wants to happen, that would kind of be the time to do so. Not saying I'm expecting it, but that would be the time to make a move if they wanted to make a move. But yeah, I, I can't pick this offense right now. It's a grind every week to score 17 points. So uh, I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm with you. You can get my complete final score prediction later on on the Six Rings feed. We'll send you to uh, tomorrow's episode with Andy and myself where we go over um, all the matchups. But I'm with you. Um, I don't think it's going to be going to be a too hot of a game for the Patriots in Germany uh, with all these rumors about Bill Belichick's job. Um, you know, I think Albert Breer today reported that you know the Patriots, some people in the building aren't too pleased with Mac Jones's decision making. So. Things are, you know, really starting to bubble up. It kind of subsided a little bit with the win against the Bills a few weeks ago, but we're right back to it. If you can hear it in our voices, uh, we're sad, we're depressed, we're down on this team. Um, it's not, it's not great, but we will continue to have you covered here every single week about this team, win or lose, on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed. Thank you for listening, Brian Hines from Pat's Pulpit. Thank you for joining me again. Take a look at all of his work. You can follow him on Twitter at I am Brian Hines. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast and head over to FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more. They are the sponsor of this show. So we'll be back later on this week. Again, stay glued and locked into the feed, and uh, we will talk to you soon.